The Conquest of Bliss, a podcast about finding light in the darkness. Hello and what's up? Welcome to the first ever episode of The Conquest of Bliss. Uh, Full disclosure, I have tried to record this a, a few times now and I've struggled. I've really struggled more than I expected to. Definitely, it's much easier in the format where I'm not just talking by myself. Um, I've tried with a script and I hated it. I don't, I don't like doing the scripted thing. So I'm just going to take a minute to introduce myself. Uh, my name's Kara. I'm 30 years old. I'm an artist. I live in Canada, off the west coast of Canada on Vancouver Island. I am a bit of a hippie and I have a lot of thoughts and opinions about all sorts of things especially language and communication, and especially, especially happiness. Which brings me to the point of this podcast is just, it's, I'm just trying to create a space where I can talk to other people as well as talk out my own thoughts on just the many, many different things that fall under that category. Uh, There's a lot to human psychology. There's a lot to human physiology lot to sociology and just so much to philosophy. There's there's a lot of questions that, you know, um, I have answers that work for me too, but might not work for someone else. So a uh, quick warning, definitely I might have a tendency to talk as if I know what I'm talking about on some great level, like I'm some kind of an expert. So I am in no way qualified to advise people in psychological matters. If you're having issues, I definitely recommend seeking help, seeking treatment. Dialectical behavioral therapy is very, very helpful in creating skills to deal with your mind and uh, your brain and the the more physiological side of things developed by Dr. Marshall Linehan. (laughs) Uh, So definitely I wouldn't take any advice that I have as a substitute for professional advice. I just want to talk about my own experiences uh, working through suicidal ideation and drug addiction and working through trauma over time and some of the philosophies and ideas that I picked up along the way and some of the questions I have about sociology and philosophy like where some lines are where it seems like it's gray and living in I don't know and basically all the things that lead us to a happier place. So when I talk about happiness, worth noting, when I talk about happiness, I'm specifically referring to the overall state of happiness that is, you know, I think actually achievable as opposed to the ideological or sorry, ideal state of perpetual joy and lack of more negative emotions or painful emotions like sadness and anger. I definitely am not trying to eliminate sadness or anger from my life. Uh, So much as learn how to give it less weight, like allow myself to feel it and then move forward instead of holding on to it and holding on to principles really strongly, even when the principles don't make a lot of sense. So um, as I go through, if you notice that I am saying things that make it sound like I'm telling you that you should or shouldn't do something, what's up, dude? I'm clearly podcasting. You're going to meow while I'm podcasting. Harsh. Anyhow. So <laughs> I, uh, definitely my, I'm, I'm guilty of that. I say things like they're advice, but considering that 
even if what I have to say is useful, considering that I don't know how other people are feeling, it's definitely preferable to kind of look at it like a, a shotgun effect where I'm like, these are some of the things that have been helpful for me. Not everything is going to be helpful for other people. And there's just no chance at all that I'm going to fully have a good understanding of other people's paradigms and problems and biases that lead them to feel a certain way. Different techniques will or won't work for different people. And so also, if something doesn't work, try to avoid the shame thing. Because, you know, if I, if I say like, yeah, this is such a great technique and it works really, really well, and then you don't want to use it or you don't feel like you should or, or whatever, whatever, if whatever reason it's not something that works for you, Definitely, I'm not looking to be like, well, you had the tools right in front of you and you didn't use them. I, I don't even really know where I land on the idea that everyone should be seeking mental wellness and, and happiness because as much as for me, that's, that's, it's basically my whole life. I'm obsessed with it. And I definitely struggle to understand why other people would, would prioritize it lower. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean there's not validity to other sides that, that I can't see. I know that in this world there exists millions of things that I don't know, don't understand, and that doesn't make those things less real, especially for the people that experience them. And it also doesn't make my opinions or thoughts more right. So I'm just throwing that out there is, you know, if I say something that makes it come across like everyone should be doing this, just write that write that off to my hubris. Um, and, uh, so another thing is if I say something and you like disagree and it just lights, lights your soul on fire to think about the fact that someone thinks what, whatever it is that I think, uh, definitely feel free to reach out to me if you're the type of person that wants to talk about it. And maybe we talk about it on here. Maybe we talk about it privately. You know, maybe you call me out on Facebook and it turns into a thing. I mean, I don't know, but my point is I'm open to feedback. I'm open to thoughts and I'm definitely open to conversation. So keep that in mind as you listen. Um, take notes if you want. Oh, she said this and that's so wrong. Shoot me a message. I mean, I can't promise that I will agree with you when you say your piece, but I can tell you that I will listen. I will do my best to have an open mind and try to understand your perspective. Will I change my mind? Who knows? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. But uh, definitely I'm open to that. So the other thing is if you're listening to this because you love me and you care about me and you want to support me, but it bores the hell out of you or <laughs> it's a topic that you're not interested in or you just don't like podcasts or literally any reason in the world that you don't want to listen to this, don't worry about it. I'm fine with that. I, uh, I don't really have any like metrics or targets that I'm going for. Really the point of this is more about being transparent and vulnerable because I really do s what's up dude. Sorry, just one sec guys. So <laughs> I'm back. Uh, I really do struggle with, um, vulnerability, you know, like most people, um, I want to be, well, this part's not like most people. I struggle with vulnerability like most people. I want to be someone who is able to be open and vulnerable and accepting of the fact that I'm going to get hurt sometimes and there's going to be consequences, but it's not something that's, that's very easy to achieve. I also think that a big part of letting go of some of the shame that's tied up in different traumas or different areas of life that I'm working on is, is better given to the world and then I don't have to carry it by myself. 
So I figure if I say it, if I say I'm feeling this way, even if it's something that makes me feel ashamed, or if I say I think this, even if it's something that makes me feel ashamed, then I'm less likely to just like carry that privately forever. Because there's definitely, definitely things in my life that, you know, up until very recently, I just quietly held on to thinking I was a terrible person and no one else related and, and it just ate, ate away at me and ended up causing a lot more issues than the original issue already was. So I'm trying to avoid that. I'm trying to... Oscar, please. Pretty, pretty, please. Um, so I'm trying to avoid that in my life going forward and I'm trying to learn how to be open and be vulnerable and be authentic. Um, I want to be the most authentic version of myself that I can. And I realize that there's going to be, you know, a lot of things that if I talk about, people might might judge or maybe they won't. Um, but that's okay because the other point of this besides my own catharsis is to put it out there in case there's other people who have experienced things that are, you know, maybe specific and unique and feel, feel like they're alone. Um, just so that people, like, I think, I think a, a great way to combat shame is to remind people that we all go through it, right? Like the difference between guilt and shame for anyone who doesn't know is guilt is I did something wrong. So it's like contrition, right? I, punched you in the face and then I feel guilty. That's a weird example. I have never punched anyone except for my brother in the face. So, um, <laughs> but I punched you in the face. So I feel guilty. Whereas shame is there's something wrong with me. Like I feel bad in a similar way to guilt, but it's because there's something defective about me as a human and shame is rampant in our society. There's a whole bunch of different organizations that use it to control people and all sorts of other stuff. And we use it to control ourselves and each other amongst social groups. And it's, it's not, it's not as valuable as it feels in my opinion. I mean, I don't think controlling people is ever ideal. I think that all humans, you know, do try to manipulate the world around them and stuff and feel like we have some control. But my point, uh, cause I've, oh, that's another thing. <laughs> okay. My point about the shame is that I would like to see a world where, you know, Shame is replaced by compassion and forgiveness and love and care. But my other point that I was going to make is that I am a master digressor. I constantly am thinking in like, imagine a branch. So instead of like a straight path, there's a million different branches that I want to explore really quickly. And maybe I'll come back to that and stuff that go on that always seem to come back to center always seem to come back to the point. But if you're not someone that enjoys having conversations like that or listening to people have conversations like that, uh, definitely fair warning, this may or may not be the podcast for you. And when I say may or may not, really what I mean is it won't be because that's something that I do naturally. And many of the people that I talk to do naturally as well. I am not diagnosed with ADHD, but there's many people in my family who have ADHD so I don't know if it's a result of me having undiagnosed ADHD or just interacting with people who do have it a lot. There's a lot of people in my life. My life. <laughs> I just have the one life so far that I'm aware of. Um, but there's a lot of people in my life who, who have that. So it's definitely a pattern in my speech and amongst the people that I talk to the most. So if that's something that irritates you, don't like, don't put yourself through that. Uh, cause it's going to happen. It's, it's, it's inevitable. That's the word. Um, I also lose my train of thought. I say, um, a lot. 
I'm definitely thinking I'm going to try and cut out some of those because I know like it irritates a lot of people, especially my mom. So I probably, <laughs> I probably wouldn't care as much, but I don't want to irritate my mom should she choose, choose to listen. So I'm going to try and cut out some ums. And I'm also going to try and work on being someone who says um less often. <sighs> that was hmm, not um. <laughs> I, uh, like I said, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty nervous right now, which is interesting. I've done public speaking before. I've done comedy before. Oh, a lot of probably crappy jokes. And there's quite possibly going to be a, not a ton of cussing, but some cussing going on and probably some oddly dark uh, self-deprecating humor sometimes comes up with me as well so again if any of those are things that are difficult for you maybe maybe this isn't this isn't the right path to go I tend to be pretty casual pretty chill and you know like I plan to edit pretty casually you know noise reduction and basic stuff so that it's not unlistenable but I'm probably not going to be editing for content at all um, back to the the, the purpose of it being transparency. So trigger warnings and content warnings. I haven't quite landed anywhere yet. I definitely respect and appreciate trigger warnings. The problem is because of the nature of this podcast and the, the purpose that I have to go ahead and be transparent about traumas that have happened to me and ask, like, you know, talk to other people about traumas that have happened to them and things like that, there's there's a decent chance that trigger warnings wouldn't even begin to cover it. And the other concern I have is that understanding how triggers work and how trauma works, I don't know if I could possibly do trigger warnings for everything. I mean, I know people who get triggered by even talk of sex. I know people who get triggered by just all sorts of things that, like I said, I wouldn't know I wouldn't know where to begin. So I guess, I guess what I'm saying is that please, please, please consider this to be a content warning overall. I will try to be mindful if there is content that is obviously triggering. Like if I end up talking about certain subjects that are obviously triggering, then I will go ahead and put a warning in there if I remember. But if I don't, I just, I apologize. I apologize ahead of time. If you're someone who has a lot of triggers and stuff, then again, this might not be a podcast that's really worth listening to. I feel like I've spent a lot of this introduction telling people not to listen. <laughs> and I'm not 100% sure how much of that is a defense mechanism that wants to stay invulnerable. And how much of that is me trying to be kind and understanding of people who don't want to listen. Is I, I'm one of those people who, if you, if people send me like videos to watch or songs to listen to, even if it's a song or video that like I'm interested in, I definitely am less likely to do it. And I don't know why there's just this, this, I guess it, it almost feels visceral, like contrarian in me. So I do understand if people don't want to listen, don't, but if you do want to listen, absolutely join me on this journey, reach out to me. We can talk about it. Uh, I've got... I've got so many thoughts on so many different subjects and I've had so many great conversations. Um, I've actually recorded the second episode already. It's with my dad and my dad and I may do regular episodes and we may not. It's hard to say because my dad and I have a decent relationship 
all things considered, you know, we love each other very much, but we, we see the world very, very differently. And while that can be very interesting and good, it can also be problematic and emotional. So how often we do that is going to be determined between he and I. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just not sure where we've landed yet. So perhaps this, uh, this is pretty long so far, considering that I've just been talking about what I'm going to talk about without actually saying anything of value. I'm, I'm really, really excited. I, I may not be a professional. I'm definitely not a qualified professional, but I have had a, an immense number of conversations and just I've just had crazy access to information that has been really, really helpful in my journey. Um, I've seen many therapists and done skills-based training and stuff like that like DBT training, like not like where I can teach DBT, but I've done like been on the receiving end of it. And I've read a lot of books and had a lot of conversations. So I think that I have a lot of information that is, is cool and helpful to me. And hopefully as I sort through it and process it out loud on here with other people and sometimes by myself, I think that it'll be, I think that it'll be helpful to people, especially, but like a lot of this information, worth noting is absolutely filtered through my understanding of the information because it's you know it's a fallacy to think that any one of us is understanding what other people are saying all the time and it's also going to be filtered through my biases and experiences I don't know if it's biases or biases and I keep meaning to look it up and I haven't so <laughs> I will try and remember to look that up after but yeah so it's all going to be filtered through my experiences my biases my already built philosophy you know, I think that's the way that we all work is that we get information and we try to figure out where we can plug that into the structure that we've already created for our beliefs about the world. So I'm, I'm excited to see if this, if this produces, you know, a change for me or what, what exactly is going to happen with this podcast. I really have no idea. Um, I had a couple of people over the last year or two well, I've had a lot of people talk to me about doing a podcast, like you should do a podcast, but I've had a couple of people that I was planning to do a podcast with. One of them was my wonderful friend in the UK and she had a baby and, you know, is now doing a new mom thing. And that's fantastic. And I'm so happy for her. I get to talk to her every once in a while and I'm just so happy for her. We have great conversations, but of course, just life wasn't affording the opportunity to do this. And then my other friend, he is in the States and he just got crazy busy. Life got crazy for him as well. And so eventually, you know, I just kept, I just kept feeling this feeling that I've got to do it. I've got to, I've got to put out something and will it be something good? I don't know. I made the intro vid or the intro from a, from a free song I found online, like a, like it's a public domain and I made the graphic and I'm going to plug this into it. And just hope for the best because like, I mean, the beauty thing is I have no plan. So if nobody listens to it, that's okay. If nobody ever listens to it, that's okay. I mean, it's something that I did. It's something that I produced. Now I've, I've been on podcasts before. The beautiful, incredibly talented Rhea over at Depth of Echoes has not only had me on her podcast, but she's given me some advice. Um, she's a podcast coach. So I would definitely recommend talking to her if you are interested in starting your own podcast. And we've had some conversations about how this is going to go and, and like kind of what I can do to get things started. And she's just been wonderfully helpful. And I have interviewed on her podcast for, 
or I guess not interviewed. I've, I've answered some questions and then I guest hosted, but she's uh man, she's a fantastic human being. Point is though, that who knows what this is going to look like, you know, in six months, who knows what this is going to turn into. I, I just really have no idea. I just feel like I needed to create a platform for myself to talk about happiness, preferably with other people sometimes and by myself sometimes. And so that's what I'm doing. Nice and simple. So I guess I don't have too, too much left to say in this episode, but I very much appreciate if you've gotten to this point that you did listen. I appreciate any, any way that people decide to support me. Like it's just super awesome. And if people don't, that's cool too. I, I'm fine with all of it. Uh, definitely, definitely love y'all and we'll, uh, we'll catch up. Oh, oh crap. Okay. One more thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm laughing at myself. Anyhow, schedule. I'm thinking I'm going to do this once a week. I'm going to try and get a few episodes ahead of time because I want to be consistent. I think it's important if people do choose to invest their time in you, that you offer them something on a consistent basis. So number one priority, only priority with this is that I be consistent and I be transparent. So with that, I love you guys and I appreciate you listening. And if you listen next week, I'll talk to you then. And if not, that's all right too. Bye.